Blog Talk Radio. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Houdat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang Bang Niner Gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is Wednesday, 7 p.m., so that means you are tuning in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we, uh, as always, we got a great one dialed up for you. Uh, we're going to talk uh, NBA today. We're going to talk, uh, you know, uh, the trades uh, that have taken place, free agency as well. There's still some free agents that are still on the market. We want to know where Dame Dollar is going to go. I, I have to ask you, Scott, where Dame Dollar is going to land, uh, or is he going to stay put in, in Portland? Want to talk to Sixers? Joel and B seems to be upset there. Also, want to talk uh, NFL as well, ladies and gentlemen. Two weeks from today, NFL training camps open up. So we got to start, you know, diving into a little bit of that or touching on that a little bit. Uh, plus, we got our segments that we want to talk about, our one-ticket segment, uh, my uh, Who Am I segment. I got some good ones for you this evening, so I hope I can stump on Mr. E. Scott. Of course, we got our K-Walk and E. Scott Care segment um, as well interesting letter um as always every every weekend want to hear the letter and see what it's about and also of course eric scott's uh, entertainment segment at the end ladies and gentlemen so with that being said let's uh welcome in mr e scott mr e scott how are we doing this evening my brother hey man i swear on everything when i leave this earth it'll be on both feet never knees in the dirt <laughs> we out here always <laughs> Always slide there well, man. Always slide there well. Appreciate you. Missed you last week, brother, for sure. Uh, I know you had to send us something, man. So uh, we're glad to have you back, nonetheless. Uh, all right, let's uh, hey, let's let's dive into it, man. Because um, we got a lot on the table, man. Uh, for sure. Hopefully, we can get it all in. Of course, I, I forgot to mention. I got a rap artist battle. Yeah, I don't know if you got. I, I sent that to you. I don't know if you got a chance to see the the bracket. Yeah, it's and, over. Uh, Oh, okay, awesome. All right, we'll, we'll dive into that, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. I, you know, I, I threw something in there for E, and I don't know how which way he's going to go, but um, we'll, we'll definitely uh, dive into that for, uh, for sure. All right, E, let, let's uh, let's just start with the uh, the NBA talk right now, man, and that's the, uh, you know, where's the destination of Dame Dollars going going to be? I mean, we we know that he's come out and requested a trade from Portland. He said his his preferred destination is uh, is Miami. Uh, it seems that Miami, you know, has some um, some, some questionable tradable, uh, if you will, um, you know, uh, commodity there. It looks like they may have to get a third, maybe a fourth team involved uh, in there if Miami and Portland going to uh, uh, are going to pull this trade off. And plus, the Sixers are another team that's been mentioned, the Nets, the Jazz, um, and, uh, and, and and other teams as well. But you know, the most notable are the uh, the, uh, is the, uh, is the Heat and then the, and the Sixers as well. 
E, give me your thoughts and opinions on this. And just keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and, and I know E knows this, but uh, just keep in mind that Dame doesn't have a uh, – and it was surprising to me when he came out and said that, you know, he's demanding a trade, he wants to trade. He doesn't have a no-trade clause. He has no uh, no trade clause there. I'm, and I was kind of baffled by that because he said, okay, well, the heat is where I want to go. So I thought he had full control over where, he, where the destination is going to be. Uh, but what say you about that? And uh, should Portland take in consideration, like, listen, Dane, we love you. We want you to be here, uh, but we have to look out for our franchise first and foremost. But uh, what, what say you about the whole Dame Dollar uh, situation, and, and where do you see him landing? Well, from what I've been hearing, him and the owner have a pretty close relationship, and the owner wants to reward his loyalty because, you know, right. Dame been in Portland four or five years longer than he should have been. And for mm-hmm. that, since Dame doesn't really want to be involved in a rebuild process, from what I hear, right. the owner respects that. And pretty much is going to do everything he can to get Dame where he wants to go. Okay. With that being said, I'm thinking it's Miami. He's expressed interest in, in Miami. He wants to play with Bam. And it seems like Miami has the assets with Hero and um, um, the other boy that goes to the cut. Uh, what's his name? Um, Duncan Robinson. And a couple of other guys and some picks that they can package together something where they don't have to give up Bam or Jimmy and they can bring Dame in. Now, with all that being said, it's still a business. So I think Portland is going to do what's best for Portland. Whatever team can put the best package together, I think that's where Dame's going to end up because, like you said, he doesn't have a Bradley Beal no-trade clause. And Bradley Mm -hmm. Beal pulled off a miracle. He has a no-trade for the duration of his contract. So, yeah, yeah, but Dame doesn't have that, but – Hopefully, you know, like they said, him and the owner have a really good relationship. And, again, I think he respects the fact that Dame doesn't want to be part of the rebuild. So I think Miami is where he ends up. Yeah, and, and you gotta you got to ask yourself this as well. And going back to the Dame, the, the, the Bradley Bill real quick, ladies and gentlemen, is that not only did he have a no-trade clause, he, he controlled where – who they sent, you know, who they traded for, meaning wherever team he went to, you know, he wanted to know who he was going to play with, you know, what type of players. Like if you're going to trade away their best players, I'm going to, I'm going to avoid this, uh, this deal. So that was an interesting, um, you know, contract there for Bradley Bill. I don't know who his agent is. I got to look that up. I meant to do that, but I did not. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but that was a, that's a, that's a great deal there because you know you just don't want to just trade and say, okay, I'm, I want this is where I want to be, but. You know, this player or this other player may not be there that I want to play with. But back to Dame, yeah, he, um, I, I was thinking that, you know, as a Miami Heat fan, you know, I want to, you know, obviously, I, you know, I want this to happen. You know, there's there's a lot of talk about, you know, Tyler Hero being that one one player that Portland doesn't doesn't really want to take on that contract because because uh, Hero has a five year, hundred ninety million dollar uh, contract. Portland doesn't want to take on that uh, that contract, so they're looking for a third, and then from now on, what I'm hearing, a possibly a fourth team that they have to get involved to make this deal work. Uh, so we're, we're going to see what what happens there. Um, but yeah, I, I think Dame. I would love, you know, as a, and, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm speaking as a um, uh, as a diehard Heat fan. Dame is exactly what you know is exactly what the Heat were missing. I know they're going to be without. Gabe Vincent, who signed with the Lakers. We'll, we'll talk about him later. Uh, Max Struess, who signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll talk about him as well. But um, they're going to be without the – And my man Cody. Pick. 
and Cody and Cody signed with New Orleans. And Cody signed with New Orleans. And you and I think one of your questions during the finals was, who else? I'm paraphrasing. Who else is checking for Cody other than the Heat? No one. <laughs> now you. I, now I don't. Know, that I just seen shows, New that just shows hey, you. Um, what's your man? What's your man's name? Um, um, from Cleveland. Uh, um, the general manager in New Orleans. That just goes oh, to show oh. you he don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, I just I, I know his name. I forget his name, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I mean, listen here. He, uh, listen, the, someone's checking for Cody, man. Someone's checking for Cody, and and it's it's the team that in your state and in, in the state that you 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 claim to be your well, you it is your state, Louisiana, New Orleans. They 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 check for him, man. <laughs> they check for Cody. Gave one year three million, man. Gave one year three million. So Cody shows some value, man. Cody shows some value somewhere. So he may not be valuable to you, uh, he but he is someone else. And what's the age old saying? Hey, one man's trash is another man's treasure. So that, that's, that's what we look at that right now. <laughs> Cody, hey, Cody laughing at you right now, man. He, Cody said I got paid. That's who else is checking for me. I'm saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, 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 listen, ladies and gentlemen, you hear that? He's not laughing. He's not buying it. He's not buying it. Silas, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't understand why you would get Cody Zeller any money. Uh, ESPN couldn't find no money for Jeff Van Gundy, whom I love, but New Orleans oh, found the money for Cody Zeller. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, you, you, we you we truly it, in a recession. Yeah, who's in the recession though? Who's the re- who's in the recession? You got to ask exactly. Yes, that. so that that question. Who's actually in the recession? But yeah, um, you know, going back to Dame, yeah, yeah, I would love for this to happen, man, uh, for sure. Um, you know, they brought in some, uh, meaning Miami, they brought in some pieces that, um, you know, that I thought that would, you know, help them. They kept, they brought back uh, Kevin Love. No, Kevin Love is. Not the Kevin Love that we saw when he was in Cleveland and and won a championship with LeBron. No, he's not that dude. But um, it's, it's a guy. It's a it's a big guy that they need. It's size that they need, and they they lack that in in the finals. Um, and that and that definitely showed. Um, right now, Miami's saying, you know, we're we're going to hold off on any uh, additions to, you know, to the team, meaning any other free agents out there, because we you know we want to focus more on the Dame thing. And I think if if Pat Riley and um, and well, Pat Riley, their general manager, you really don't hear his name, Gary. You don't really hear his name because Pat Riley calls all the shots. So we're going to say Pat Riley, and we're going to we're going to he's going to wait and see how this plays out because they know that uh, they need this guy, man. They they really need this guy. He wants to be there, meaning Dame, and they want him to be there. Uh, so with that being said, um, hey, there are other teams out there, and uh, I want to talk specifically about. 76ers. 76ers, you know, desperately need this guy too. I should say more so Joel and B needs this guy, you know, for, uh, you know, to, to, to be there because there are rumors that if Joel, if they don't get a Dame Dollar type guy or a guy that can come in there and, and, and help him out, He's going to be he's going to be gone, man. He, he's 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 tired of you know coming up short, if you will. And e they don't just come up short, you know. They they don't get past the second round. It's not like they get to the the semifinal. I mean the the, the conference finals, and they, they can't get past that hump. They can't get past the hump to get to the semi. I mean to get to the conference finals. But what say you about the Sixers, Joel Embiid? Um, do you see Dame going there? And you know what they would they look like if Dame were to go there, you know, depending on what they would give up, you know, there's a lot of talk about Maxie, 
hard and things of that nature. But let's just say Dame and uh, uh, Embiid are there. How do you see this team looking? I mean, it, it, it seems to me like, I mean, we've had, what, about eight, nine years of Joel now? I mean, he's played mm-hmm. MV Caliber-type basketball. My And he's played with Jimmy Butler. He's played with Harden. Yeah. He's played with Thank Ben you. Simmons. I mean, it, it, it seems to me that we should start asking the question, can you win a championship <laughs> with Joel Embiid as your best player? And right now the answer to that is no. So mm-hmm. if you bring in a Dame, do you now run the offense through Dame? I mean, because they tried to run it through Harden, and he wasn't happy with that. They ran it through him. They 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 couldn't get past the second round of the playoffs. I don't know. Maybe instead of bringing dudes in to pair with Embiid, Embiid might need to go somewhere to pair with somebody else. Because you know, in the offense setting, when two dudes think they're equal. Whoever goes to the other one's office loses. Yep. And beating that, a lot of people come to his office, and ain't nothing happening. <laughs> it might be time for him to get up from behind his desk and walk his ass out of somebody else's office <laughs> because it, it, it don't seem like it's working in Philly. And I'm starting to think MB might be the problem. I mean, they rolled Doc up out of there. I mean, yep. it, it, it's just, I, don't, I don't know if MB's your guy. Yeah, and you you have to ask that question. I mean, you really, for sure, they haven't been to the Eastern Conference Finals since 2001. I think it was the last time they were there. Where I think AI was there. So you have to, you know, if you ask your question, ask yourself that question. And you got Jimmy Butler. You mentioned Jimmy Butler. He paired up with Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. I mean, Embiid was the best, probably the best. Well, I mean, obviously was the best player on that team. Jimmy played second fiddle, if you will, and they still couldn't get it done. Now, Jimmy's been there, and he's been arguably the best, you know, player on the Miami Heat, and he's led this team to, um, you know, two out of four years they've been in the, in, the, in the NBA Finals. Last year they were his shot away from going to another NBA Final. So you got to ask yourself, maybe it is Embiid, because Jimmy is obviously is not the, is not the reason, but Jimmy does need help. At the end of the at the end of the day, Jimmy needs help. But E, let me ask you this question as well. So with that being said, because it looks like Embiid's going to be on his way out if they don't bring someone in there who's going to take that number one role or get them over the hump, if you will. Where do you see Embiid going? Because it's, it's rumors out there that he's going to be gone, and there's a lot of rumors out there. And, I'm, and it's not coming from me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just hearing this. I'm just reporting what I hear. Um, is that, you know, he may end up in Miami. He may end up in Miami, or he may end up somewhere else, wherever the case may be. But what say you about Embiid uh, possibly going somewhere else, and where, where do you see him? Uh, will he go somewhere else? And if he, if, he, if he does, where's the best fit for him? Uh, I'm trying to think. With the type of basketball that he plays, I, I don't know if his ego will let him be a number two. So I don't really see a good fit for him necessarily anywhere that can make a team, I mean, you know, championship run. Maybe Sacramento, but it seems like all the rest of the teams at the top kind of already got their guys. Like Mm -hmm. he doesn't fit in Boston because they already got their guys. Um, He doesn't – he may be Milwaukee, but I don't think he would play second fiddle to Giannis. Um, If Miami Miami brings in Dane – there's no room for him over there. Well, maybe without right. Dame, maybe Miami. 
The Lakers got their people. The Warriors got their people. Phoenix got their people. Um, maybe Dallas, but then you're not going to win a championship in Dallas. Um, his window is closing fast, K. Yes, well, I, it I is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know where he can go and instantly be impactful to get that elusive ring that he's chasing. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and and this is this is a question I'm gonna to, to ask next is like, if he goes, like let's say Dame goes to Miami or he goes anywhere else other than the Sixers, I'm if I'm indeed I'm asking for a trade. I want out of there, man. I want out of there immediately, and I want to go to a contender. I don't know what his contract looks like right now. I'll you know I'll look that up and see if he has a no trade clause. If he controls his you know where he where he goes, he controls his uh, a destination of uh, of choice. You know because of the fact of the matter is, I just don't see if they don't bring another guy in here, man. If they don't bring another big time guy like Dame or, you know, maybe a Zach Levine. Because I keep hearing Zach Levine, but we'll, we'll talk about him in a later time or a little deep. But um, I think he if he doesn't get another guy in there, because we we've seen we've seen the James Harden story. We've seen how that works. James Harden is. Is just James Hard? I'm all about James Harden, um, you know, uh, for sure. So wherever, and it doesn't seem like anybody wants James Harden. Uh, but yeah, I think that you know, Joel, if they don't, if they don't land Dame, he's got to one out of there immediately, man. Seriously, I mean, I don't think he can wait around because, like what you mentioned, what you alluded to, is that his window is closing, and he doesn't stay healthy that much either, man. He doesn't stay healthy uh, for the most part. Um, he's constantly you know, hurt with a, with a knee injury, whatever the case may be, back, whatever it is. So yeah, like you said, he, his his window is closing. So you gotta you gotta wonder, you know, what when Dame when the the whole Dame sweepstakes is finally decided, um, if you will, if it's not in the favor of the Seventy Sixers, if I'm Joel Embiid, I'm like I want out of here before the se- before the uh, the season starts, uh, for sure, and that's. Just that's just me saying because, but it doesn't look like it's going to be, uh, you know, the Sixers don't look good right now. They don't look good right now, uh, to, to to be honest with you. All right, let's do this. E. Let's grab our first break here. When we come back, I just want to touch a little bit on the on the Lakers, man, and then um, I just want to ask you about some of the the acquisitions that they made and you know what they look like. Is this LeBron's last season? Um, can they get it done in that loaded Western Conference um, as well? Because a lot of people are saying that um, Rob Palenka has made an outstanding has done an outstanding job you know, with the off-season free agent signings and some of the re-signings uh, as well. Um, it makes me laugh, ladies and gentlemen. You'll hear why. And I, but I definitely want to hear E. Scott's uh, thoughts and opinions on this as well when we get back. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned to Sports Talk with K. Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamel Reef, Master Killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with K. Walker E. Scott. They're taking a quick break, and they'll be right back. Do you have any unwanted pests in your home or commercial building? Well, Wilson Termite and Pest Control, LLC, can rescue you. We specialize in bed bugs, termites, rodents, and so much more. Just call Wilson Termite and Pest Control, LLC, at 803-764-2461 in Columbia, South Carolina, and Charlotte, North Carolina metro area. We're open 8 to 5 weekdays and by appointment on Saturdays. 
We strive to provide complete care for our customers. Visit our website at www.wolsonpestcontrolsc.com. That's Wilson Termite and Pest Control, LLC. We're your family-friendly and environment-friendly pest control company. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when we... Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile, LLC, is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Welcome back. Welcome back. Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we were talking Dame uh, uh, Lillard and, um, you know, the possible the landing destinations uh, for him. Uh, we're talking about the Miami Heat, the 76ers as well. Uh, I want to stay on the NBA talk uh, uh, for now and, and uh, talk about the Los Angeles Lakers, E. Los Angeles Lakers seems to be, you know, if you, you ask some of the, and I'm putting quotations, air quotes up, at, ladies and gentlemen, um, they've won the free agency up to, up to this point. The, you know, the signing of Gabe Vincent, re-signing of Austin Reeves, um, the re-signing of, uh, you know, a couple other guys uh, as well. A lot of people are giving praise to Rob Polinka, the GM there, and a lot of people are saying that, you know, they have a, a really good chance to get into the East, I mean, the Western Conference Finals, excuse me. We know that, that that Western Conference is loaded. We know you got the defending champs, Denver Nuggets. They, you know, they lost, I think they lost Bruce Brown and I think Jeff Green as well. But, they, you know, they pretty much, you know, you know got some key, key guys to, you know, to, to, uh, you know, to replace those guys. Still, you got um, and you got the Minnesota Timberwolves. You got you know you got the, uh, the the Warriors with the addition of Chris Paul. Obviously, Draymond Green is back, uh, and uh, the Suns who've added Bradley Beal as we mentioned earlier. Anyway, the Lakers, man, Sa- and, and with the move that they lighting the beam. Sa- Sacramento, Sacramento, yeah, you got, yes, Sac- Got to mention Sacramento, and I, I, you, you're right. You, got, you cannot talk about the Western Conference without mentioning uh, Sacramento Kings. Absolutely. But e, um, the, everyone was talking about you know what the Lakers have done, and you know the additions that they had. A lot of people are saying you know Gabe Vincent is a is a great addition. No one was checking for Gabe when he was on the Heat. No one was checking for Gabe Vincent before he got on the Heat. I know he had you know he had that you know decent performance in, in the NBA Finals. But now they're thinking that that's one of the key pieces to get the Lakers back to the championship status, if you will. But what say you about the Lakers? Well, here's the thing with the Lakers, and nobody's really talking about Right now, LeBron is on the strength of his name, LeBron. LeBron, what, mm-hmm. 38, 39 years old? 
Can't walk mm-hmm. it's pretty yep. much over. I mean, he can be a solid role player. He can give you some solid minutes. But, hell, Jordan gave you some solid minutes with the Wizards right there at the end. But it's (laughs) it's all for nothing. He's not the LeBron that he once was, and he never will be again. And that's not to say he's terrible, but it's time to move on. And Mm -hmm. I think they've done all this stuff still building around LeBron, but sometimes, you know, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. I, I think it's time. Uh, all right. Yeah, I agree with you there, man. Shout out to the late great uh, Kenny Rogers there, man. So, uh, yeah, good, good stuff there, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you there. I mean, it's 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 a good move. Gabe, Gabe obviously, he's going to leave Miami. He's going to go to wherever the money is. I mean, he did what he's supposed to do. He auditioned, you know, he, he, a great performance in that playoff um that, that immaculate playoff run that the Miami Heat did, as did Max Struess uh, Struce as well. Max Struess, excuse me. Um, you know, I mean, and I'm not mad at these guys for leaving. I mean, there's, just, there's no way that Miami could afford, especially if you got three years of $33 million on the on the, on the, on the uh, table. I'm taking that because Miami's not offering that by any stretch. So, but I don't know if it's going to be, if it's going to be that um, that same type of Gabe Vincent, because it's a, t- a, a different, they're going to use Gabe a different way. Yeah, you bring him in because you know he has the NBA Finals experience, he knows his role. But the fact of the matter is, it's a different type of. It's going to be a different type of role. I think they're going to rely too much on Gabe Vincent. Um, you know, because you know Miami. Yeah, granted, Miami did as well. But it was within a system. I don't think Lake, the Lakers don't work within a system. It's one of those LeBron first, like you mentioned, but LeBron's not LeBron. Then you got AD, and then it's everyone else. I just don't see that, you know, it being in the, and, and you know, Gay being in, involved in that offense, whatever offense that is. I know Darwin Ham is a great coach, but when you look at it, anytime you got LeBron, you just don't really have an offense that LeBron runs. LeBron likes to ad lib a lot, so maybe it'll work for him. Maybe it won't. But I, I don't think it's. I think it's too much hype um, right now. And I think the Lakers are going to be, uh, you know, towards the middle. I mean, towards the end of the pack. Uh, maybe I'll say fifth, sixth, you know, uh, place. Um, you know, and that again, that and then the Western Conference is loaded, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't already know, look it up. They're loaded from top to bottom, and and even like the the tenth, you know, the tenth seed can you know can, can make some noise. Uh, you know, you go down the list. We mentioned the majority of them, but there are other teams out there. You know, what, what will the Spurs do? You know, what will the Spurs look like? You know, coming in there. You know, as far as they're young, um, but they have some quality. Look at the Clippers. We didn't mention the Clippers as well. Uh, also the um, which the other two, the Houston Rockets, I know they, they have Fred Van Leek, Van Vleek, and they, um, they also have Dylan Brooks as well. So, you know, they may make some noise as well. So, again, it, it's, 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 it's top-heavy. It's, 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 lo- it's not top-heavy. It's loaded from top to bottom, ladies and gentlemen. So um, stay, in, stay, uh, stay tuned on that and see how that plays out. But, yeah, I think it's a little too much uh, Laker fans and all those guys, you know, LeBron fans. Just, just hold your horses and let it play out, uh, first and foremost. All right, E, um, just um, one more uh, topic on the NBA. And I just want to talk about um, 
Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, not not Lamelo Ball. Lonzo Ball, um, he's going to be out for uh, for this uh, this season with that uh, that knee injury. E, from what I'm hearing, he may this may be a career-ending injury. This is, this injury is serious, so he may be out for the the remainder of his career. Um, you know, what say you about that? Well, obviously, what it means to uh, the Chicago Bulls um, as well, especially with all of the. Uh, you know the rumors circulating around uh, Zach Levine possibly being being traded as well. But first and foremost, Lonzo Ball. Um, you know, do you think he should, should make an attempt to come back? Uh, what say you about that? Well, he's got to get paid because I saw the Bulls did for the medical exception, so he'll get mm-hmm. his money. It'll just come from insurance, not from the team, and I don't think it'll count right. against the cap. It's like we always said, are you hurt or are you injured? If he's truly injured, you know, it may be time to move on from basketball and don't put your health at risk. You want to mean he's relatively a young man, and you want to be able to walk, you know, as you get older. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, players like Greg Oden. You just, just, you know, can never get healthy. Phenomenal talent. But, yeah, if if it's really that serious – it, it may not be him moving on from basketball. It may be basketball moving on from him. Yeah, I agree with you there, man. I, I think it's definitely one of those things, and, and I'm pretty sure, you know, you know, he's a smart guy. He's a smart agent. Um, as loud as his dad is, you know, you still have to give him credit. He's smart. His brother just signed, you know, that that major uh, uh, max uh, max deal, uh, Lamelo Ball, uh, you know, with the Hornets. Um, yeah, you know, this this best wishes to him, man, because you know, when you when you see you mention some of these players that have gone through this injury bug or and you know, it get to a point where do you want to come back? As much as you love the game, you know, you have to think about your health, you have to think about your family, you know, first and foremost. You know, do you want to play with your kids, you know, you know, when you know, when they get older, your grandkids, you know, um because this type of injury, man, from what I'm hearing, it really could, you know, you know, just really kill his career. It really kill his career. And then I just, you know, but, you know, you have warriors out there, man. You have warriors out there that are going to say, you listen, you know, you ask for a second opinion, third opinion, or what have you, and you still don't want to hear that. You just want to hear that, that yes, you can play again, as opposed to hearing, no, you'll never play basketball again. You know, you just want to hear that, yes, you know, that 1%, you know, that one opportunity. Uh, the one opportunity, you know, when you, if you can hear that, if you hear that, then you're gonna, um, you're gonna, you're gonna go for it. And I know, I know, Ball, Alonzo Ball. I know the type of competitor that the Balls are. Um, I, I don't see him just allowing, just sitting back and allowing this to, to defeat him. No matter how much money he has from the insurance, like you mentioned, whatever else he has in his contract, um, I don't think he's gonna sit on that. I think he's gonna come back because he just wants to be a ball, and no, no pun intended, he wants the ball. Um, all right, e, we talked about the free agents. You know, we for the most part, you know, we got a lot of money. E, we're talking about a lot of money. You know, since the opening of free agents, that's July 1st. Today is July 5th. So we're talking about within the four or five days that free agency has opened up. It's been over a billion dollars, $1 billion in, in free agency money. And you look at these contracts, man, and then you go back and you look at Michael Jordan, who you and I deem as to be the uh, the greatest player of all time, whoever laced them up, the, the greatest of whoever laced them up, whoever laced them up. I, he, 
looking at his contracts, man, I know a lot of his money was made off the court, Nike, McDonald's, uh, I think it was a Coca-Cola guy, Gatorade, whatever the case may be. But he's only made $94 million in his 15-year career, 15-year career, E, $94 million total, total. And there's been, I believe, there's been like most, I don't know how many $100 million contracts have been signed just this last four days alone, E. So we're all doing all that being said. I have to ask you this question. MJ, Michael Jeffrey Jordan is in the league today. His skill set and, you know, the market that it is, how much, I mean, does he, I mean, how much can he possibly make in his career? Let's say he started, you know, when this, this, uh, this whole money marketing, this money madness, whatever you want to call it, started. How much money do you think in a 15-year career that Mike would have made, <laughs> you know, with this money today? What say you? Well, well to put it in perspective, we do have a bona fide superstar out there that really no one talks about. And by no one, I mean K. Walker and E. Scott. Only because, <laughs> he plays base, only because he plays baseball. And that's one Shote Otani, or however you say his name, ladies and gentlemen, if you know who he is, no, that's that's he's this guy who pitches and hits home runs. His mm-hmm. contract is rumored to be $600 million in the next mm-hmm. signing. Now, Yep. He is a bona fide superstar. He's true. Baseball plays 162 games. I wonder where they get this money from because I know football, Seriously. money comes from TV rights, basketball, money comes from TV mm-hmm. rights. Ain't nobody checking for baseball. I don't know where they get this money from. It might be a front for a cartel. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, they're saying, hit, and a lot of y'all who listen to K. Walker and these guys don't even know who this dude is. But look him up. Mm-hmm. True bona fide superstar. Lionel Messi. Soccer player, yes. another dude. Me and K. Walker don't talk about it. We don't know much about it. He about to get mm-hmm. a bit. Saudi Arabia offered him a billion with a B. Mm-hmm. Another bona fide B. superstar. So I yes, bring sir. up those guys to say they're superstars in today's games, baseball and soccer respectively. Which Michael Jeffrey Jordan would be in the game of basketball if he Facts. were in his prime in today's game. K. Walker, I'm looking at easily. Five hundred million. I mean, I'm just saying, and yeah. I think that's realistic, just based on the two guys <clears throat> I just mentioned mm-hmm. that a bunch of y'all ain't never heard of. But you know yeah. who Michael is, and you know the money is out there. And with the money they can, they Boston about to get Jalen Brown sixty million a year, and this ain't where it can't dribble. So uh, right. <laughs> they about to get him sixty million a year. Now, granted, we wouldn't know. What we know about Mike now, and I am factoring that in because mm-hmm. I can't help it because I know what he's capable of. But just looking right. at his upside, looking at his ceiling, Patrick Mahomes, y'all, y'all know, half a yeah. billion. Now, that's for 10 years, but half a billion. I'm thinking Mike would fetch about 500 to 600 million in today's game with today's money and inflation, K-Walk. Yeah. And I, I can't argue with anything you said. For one, because I'm a I'm an MJ fan. I'm a Michael Jeffrey Jordan fan. And two, you know, we argue that he's, you know, whether you think he's the goat or not, it's always one or two guys. And it was one or two guys. It's either LeBron or it's MJ. And, and LeBron is getting, you know, paid crazy amount of money. But this, in today's game, into my in my opinion, the reason why I bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, 
is because I don't think LeBron is the same type of player MJ uh, MJ was um, on the court. I mean, physically, I don't think he is. You can argue, you know, well, he's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster. Yeah, but I think Mike was more athletic. I think Mike obviously was, you know, uh, more. He was mentally stronger than uh, than than LeBron was or is. And will ever be. Uh, I just don't see anyone mentally stronger than him. Maybe you know, in, in the game of basketball, that is. So yeah, I agree with you, E man. I just you know, you wonder. I know is there a cap on on my MJ? I know you you can sign the supermax, like you just mentioned, Jalen Brown. You know, he signed the supermax deal. You're getting sixty million a year. It's like, could Mike be the first guy, man? Like, let's just say we bring Mike into the mix and just say, could Mike be a hundred million dollar a year guy? Could he be a hundred million dollar guy a year? A year yes. guy? Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm saying like, unbelievable, man. It's just unbelievable. And and you and you and you look at this, man. And I'm like, good gracious, these guys are making an extraordinary amount of money. And not just MJ. We can talk about. We talk about other guys as well, you know, back in the day. You know, uh, let's say uh, who who was a, a star that I could just think of off of the top of my – like a Magic Johnson, you know, uh, like a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, those guys – I don't know if their games will transition so much in, in today's game, but I know MJ's will. I know MJ's will because they're not allowed to touch on it. You're not allowed to, you know, put your hands on a guy. So MJ would have, you know, would have would relished in, in, in today's game. But I say all that, you know, ladies and gentlemen, because I agree with you, Scott, man. I mean, I just think that his contract would just be just unreal, man, just unreal. And it's, just, and it's so disheartening when you see guys just, you know, coming off of a you know, season because they made an all-star team or they were first team all pro, and now they get the Supermax, and Mike only made $94 million. I say only $94 million, but in the grand scheme of things, $94 million is a drop in the bucket, man, uh, you know, for some of these guys. But, Mike, uh, it's just – but, yeah, yeah, it's just rough. I can go on and on, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it right there. All right, what we're going to do is we're, let's grab our next break here. When we come back, I'm going to switch gears. And um, like I mentioned earlier – Two weeks from today, ladies and gentlemen, we got some teams opening up training camp. Two weeks NFL training camp. And I want to ask E, um, and we'll talk, um, you know, compare two, two, uh, uh, I mean, two divisions, I should say, that's very interesting. Someone brought this up in our thread, and I just had to bring it up to, to E's attention. Well, I know he saw it, but I just wanted to get his thoughts and opinions on air. And that's the AFC North versus the uh, uh, the uh, the AFC East, and I, I want to see what he thinks about that and who he thinks would would fare better all of that because there's some interesting teams there for for sure. And we'll we'll break it down for you who those teams are, but we'll uh, give you time to look it up again. AFC North and the AFC East. You know who who do you think would uh, fare better at overall, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to Sports Talk with K Walk. And E. Scott, right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. Take your football game to the next level with the National Youth Football League. 
The National Youth Football League is powered by former NFL players and great coaches across the United States. They provide student athletes with opportunities to play football year-round. Spring leagues in the greater Triangle area are now forming for ages 5 to 18. To pre-register, log on to NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. That's NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash removes your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Hey, South Carolina. Greetings from music recording artist Marcus Allen. Our accountants at Javis Tax Service won the state's best tax office in the state. They're open year-round to serve you from Columbia's only drive through office. Give them a call, 803-419-1001. That's 803-419-1001. Welcome back. Welcome back. Sports Talk, K-Walk and Eve Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you were just joining us uh, before the break, uh, we, we were talking uh, Los Angeles Lakers. We were talking MJ and, um, you know, what he would be, what his value would be, his market value would be in today's uh you know, in today's NBA uh, salary market, if if, if you will. Um, so uh, great stuff there, E. Scott. Uh, like I mentioned before the break, I want to switch gears here, and I want to talk about the, uh, the NFL. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you're tuning in, if you don't already know, if you've been living under a rock, two, uh, two weeks from today the NFL uh, training camp opens up. Uh, so much, so much to dive into. I mean, just get chills just thinking about that. You know, I know it means the summer's going to be almost over, but nonetheless, I mean, football season is right around the corner. So, with that being said, E, um, I have two divisions here, E, and 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 I want to talk about it and. I want to compare these two, and we'll do that, you know, going forward leading up to, you know, when training camp starts, when preseason starts, things of that nature. We'll slowly but surely, you know, dive into, you know, some NFL talk until, you know, it really kicks off uh, for sure. But we got the AFC North, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know those teams, you got the the Baltimore, no particular order, you got the Baltimore Ravens, you got the Cleveland Browns, uh, you got the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, you also have uh, why I'm I'm not mentioning it. Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. Oh my goodness! Oh my God! Who's probably favored to win the division? I don't have it in front of me, ladies and gentlemen, because I think I know everything about football and all the divisions and everything like that. So yeah, so um, those are the teams again: the Ravens, the Browns, the uh, the Steelers, and the Bengals. And uh, we got the AFC East. So, you know, a lot of talk, you know, we know we got the Jets, you know, Aaron Rodgers has arrived, you got the Buffalo Bills, uh, you got the New England Patriots, and you got the Miami Dolphins as well. Hey, with those teams being mentioned, if you had to say, listen, as a whole, as 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 a uh as a division in whole overall, 
what team do you think will have the you know the most success, and what what team do you see that you know can possibly get all four teams in the playoffs? I'm not saying it will, but possibly, potentially. Who do you have? Well, if I'm going to go with who has a better chance of getting all four in, I'm going to go with the North because okay. football is based on and predicated by quarterback play, and I think they have yeah. better quarterbacks in the North. You got Joe Burrow, you got Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson. You got um, I don't know who Pittsburgh gonna send out there, and then you got Kenny Lamar. Pickett. Kenny Pickett, yeah, exactly. Again, uh, again, I don't know who Pittsburgh gonna send out there, <laughs> and you got Lamar. Over in the other division, you got Tua, who's great when he's available. Best ability, availability. Mm-hmm. We don't know how that's gonna go there. Aaron Rodgers, it's kind of like talking about LeBron. That that's pretty much about to wrap itself up. Yeah, he had an MVP season a couple of years ago, but yeah, dog. I mean, there's there's new share in town, and then you got um, um, Matt Jones, who who I don't know much about, and then you got the the most improved, the biggest turnaround in football I've ever seen in Josh Allen up in Buffalo. So if it all comes down to quarterback play, I, I think you got a better shot in the AFC in the AFC North. Now, out of all the teams, and this is me being biased. I mean, I'm just going to call it what it is. I'm going to go with Lamar now. I got Lamar, and I got my man OEJ. So I'm going to put them, out of all eight of those teams, I'm going to put them as front runner. And, again, that's a lot of bias in there. Hey, I'm right to along with you now. If you guys, if you if you already if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm right along with E on this. You you know how much of an advocate I am of Lamar Demetrius Jackson. I you know I agree one one hundred percent. We did not talk about this, ladies and gentlemen, off air. We did not talk about this whatsoever. So it's nothing that's rehearsed. It's nothing scripted or anything like that. But I'm I'm with you, E. I I agree with everything that you that you mentioned as far as the uh, the quarterback play in the AFC North. You know, you got, you know, obviously Lamar Jackson, got Deshaun Watson, you got Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow is arguably, you know, top three quarterback in the league. You know, he's an MVP candidate right now, you know, along with Lamar Jackson. You know, Kenny Pickett is the guy that right now on paper, but like you mentioned, he, uh, you, you, someone has to be the the weak link, if, if you will. So with that being said, then you then you go over to the AFC East. You know you do have uh, you do have Josh Allen, and Josh Allen without Brian Dable, man, he seems like he's been a different quarterback, man. He just seems like he's been playing a lot of hero ball, and he's not trusting the offense. Uh, we'll see if that changes if he comes down and shows more trust. But as you know, going off of last season, um, I'm not trusting Josh Allen as 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 great as he is as a uh, thrower and a runner. You know, but that's only can take you so far if you don't trust your if you don't don't trust the guys around you. Um, then obviously you 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 have Tua as as E uh, alluded to. You don't know his health, man. You don't know. You know, one wrong hit, man, it could end his career. One wrong hit could end his season, whatever the case may be. We saw that last season. And then you have Mac Jones. And, you know, Mac Jones, I, yeah, I'm with you. I, I mean, I know, I know, you know, a lot about him, but 
still I don't I don't feel comfortable with talking about him being, you know, um, you know, one of the big name quarterbacks um in a division, let alone in, in the league. So uh, I think him and Kenny Pickett, the quarterback from Steelers, they kinda wash themselves out. And then you throw and then you throw uh uh Aaron Rodgers in the mix. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a big name, you know, but the Jets are the Jets. I mean, the Jets are the Jets, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just call it spade a spade. The, the Jets are no Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They, 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 they very well may, but, you know, you, and, you know, because we've seen it in the past. We've seen Brett Favre get on there, and it just seems, you know, you got a great quarterback there, but it's at the latter part of the career, um, you know, but it's still, I, I'm not buying it, but I do, buy, I do love Robert Sala, the head coach there from the uh, from the Jets, the former defensive coordinator for the Forty ers Hated to see him go. Understood why he had to go, and I still love his philosophy. Let's see if that makes a difference. But with all that being said, I'm with I'm with, I'm still riding with E. I'm still going to go with the AFC North, and I do believe out of those divisions, the the most favorite to win out of those two divisions is the are the Baltimore Ravens. So, you know, you know, he mentioned OBJ. They brought in some other guys. They brought in uh, they drafted a young kid out of Boston College, Dave Flowers. Um, it's going to be interesting. Todd Mom uh, Munkin, uh, and uh, the former. Uh, offensive coordinator from the University of Georgia is now the offensive coordinator for the Miami for the uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and he has come out and said that he's going to give the reins to to uh, uh, to a Lamar Jackson, and you're going to see a more uh, open Lamar Jackson, and, and not someone like Greg Roman, who the offensive coordinator was previous years, and you just see him running the ball like he did with, you know, like he did with uh, like. Uh, Colin Kaepernick when he was with the 49ers. So I'm with you there, E. I'm definitely there uh, with you uh, for sure. All right, E, let's uh, let's do this. We're you know we're up against the clock, so we got some good stuff here, man. That that I wanna I wanna dive into, man. Um, let's let's take a what we at 7:59. Let's take a quick pause here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a quick pause. When we come back, I want to talk about. Let's dive into our, our my one our our one ticket segment, and then uh, also I want to dive into who am I, and then uh, you know we'll get into our our uh, we'll get into the the rap artist bracket. I can't wait to see where he. I, I think where he's going to go, but I want to see where he goes. What what one certain uh, matchup, and I. I really didn't do it intentionally. You know which one I think I know. Which you, you know which one I'm talking about, but yeah, I didn't do I it intentionally. It. It, when I yeah, that, I, I was I, like, okay, here's my water right here. I'm pulling I, it up I, as we speak. I, okay, I didn't do it intentionally. It was random. It really was random, ladies and gentlemen. But with that being said, and then we'll get into our um, our uh, East Scott. I mean, K Walking East Scott cares letter, and then of course East Scott's uh, uh, segment as well. Can't wait for that one. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Again, you're tuning to Sports Talk. With Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. We'll be right back. <clears throat> CampLyman.com is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, CampLyman.com. Desert 
it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when you hear that music, it is time for my uh, R1 ticket. Excuse me, I can say my R1 ticket segment. And uh, I want to give it to uh, Mr. E. Scott. I had two here, E, and um, this one for – I think I'll go with this. Not two. I don't, I'm not going two. I'm going one of two. So um, if you need to write it down, let me know. So this is uh, one ticket. And, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to this segment, I'm going to give you four events. You got one ticket to use on um, any of those four events, and uh, you can choose any of those four events. Again, you only have one ticket for four events. So, with that being said, E, and this is this is pretty much uh, fictitious, ladies and gentlemen. So, some of them could be realistic, some of them going, you know, but this is going to be uh, actually non-fictional. And this is no, I'm sorry, this is going to be fictitious, ladies and gentlemen. So, we got the we got a dunk contest, E. Dunk contest, and it's going to include LeBron James, John Morant, Zion Williamson, and Mac McClung. Second event, we got the Home Run Derby, which is going to include participants are Aaron Judge from the uh, New York Yankees, uh, Shoel Antani, who you mentioned earlier, Pete Alonzo from the New York Mets, and Mike Trout. I know he's hurt now from the uh, from the Los Angeles Angels. Then we have the three-point shooting contest. Participants will be Ray Allen, 
Reggie Miller, Steph Curry, and Larry Bird. Fourth but not last, uh, fourth, but this is uh, this is not really an event, but I'm going to create the event. It's an MLB event, and it's a stolen base competition. So basically what it is is, you, you know, you, you how fast you can steal first to second, second to third, and third to home. And these are the participants. Lou Brock, Ricky Henderson, Kenny Lofton, and Ozzie Smith. You don't have to pick a winner it is, but these are the per- watch this event. You got one ticket of those four events. Which one would you rather see? I narrowed it down. Kenny Lofton, remember Cowboy Star Attorney Incorporated. Um, I narrowed it down <laughs> to um, the dunk contest or the three-point contest. Okay. <sighs> it was tough for me. But given the participants, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with the three-point shooting contest. You gave me Larry okay. Nagin, you gave me Ray Allen, you gave me Reggie Miller, and was it Steph? Steph, yes, yes I did. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. But a close, close second, OLI, would be the dunk contest. The uh, okay. other two events were good, but, yeah, I, yeah. I would really like to see that three-point shootout in person. I think that would be phenomenal. Yeah, man, I, I went right there with you. We on point tonight. That's the one I chose um, as well. And I, you know, I was looking at these, and I'm looking at the percentages of these, these, uh, you know, the all-time greats. And you know, there were some guys that were ahead of these guys for the most part, other than Steph. But I was like, nah, that wouldn't really draw a crowd. But these names, yeah, and, and the way they shot the ball in game situations. Um, I'm right along with you, and I did go second with the uh, the dunk contest uh, as well. Uh, so great stuff there, E, great stuff. All right, E, our next segment here, man, is um, I have 10 of these, man, and these are who am I segments. And ladies and gentlemen, what I do, um, if you're new to this, I just introduced this last week. What I do is I give you the uh, the college that this, per- this uh, player played for, I give you the, the uh, team that it was they, they were drafted by, and then I give you the team that they last played for before they retired. Okay, and you have to give me the uh, the the, uh, the player. Hey, some of these are, are good. I, I ran them across my wife. She got a couple of these pretty quickly, so I know you're going to get a couple of these for sure. A couple of them, I don't know the rest, but I know two for three for sure that you're going to get. All right, so the first one. Here is he played at Baylor. He was drafted by the Seattle Supersonics, and he last played for the San Antonio Spurs. Who am I? Baylor. Drafted by the Baylor. Drafted mm-hmm. by Seattle. Mm-hmm. And he said last played for the Spurs. The Spurs, yes. <clears throat> Who am I? Oh, that's tough. Uh, uh. This might be the toughest one of them all. I can't think of his name. Um, he had. He, I'm thinking of the guy. It probably not him, but he had the guy. He had like a he had a kidney. Something was wrong with his kidney. He shot the three pointer that where his 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 heel was up but not out of bounds. 
Uh, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Oh, I can't think of his name. Sean Elliott? Think of Sean Elliott? Yeah, Sean Elliott is one I'm thinking of, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that's not that's not him. He actually played at Arizona. But the uh, the player okay. who I'm saying is um, actually Vinny the Microwave Johnson. I never would have got that. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I think that's what I said. This is probably the toughest one out of all of them. All right, the next one, um, you should get this one. My wife got it pretty, uh, you know, pretty quickly. I think you'll get it as well. I mean, not not because she got it, but beforehand. But um, I played at the uh, at Central Arkansas. I was also drafted by the Seattle SuperSonics, and I last played with the Chicago Bulls. Who am I? Scotty? Yep, you got it, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was clear with the balls. I thought it yeah, was no, 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 he came. Oh, oh, he oh, came, no. He, he like came for a one day deal? Exactly, exactly. Okay. So, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Next one, we um, I played at the uh, Delaware State. I was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. And I also I last played with the San Francisco 49ers. Who am I? <clears throat> Galva State, HBCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh. Drafted by the 49ers. Last play was John Taylor. There you go. Good stuff, brother. You got it. I love John Taylor. <laughs> there you go. All right, this might be a tough one. I'm not sure, man. Um, it's always easy for the person who gives the question, but um, I played at the University of Texas. I was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. I last played for the Green Bay Packers. Who am I? University of Texas. I can only think of two for well. Uh, Vince Young? Uh, no. It is actually Eric Metcalf. No, no, would have got that. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I, 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 some of them are difficult, some of them are easy, I think. This one should be an easy one for you. Uh, played at, the, uh, at Michigan. I uh, was drafted by the Washington, then the Washington Redskins. And I last played for the Detroit Lions. Who am I? Played at Michigan. I've drafted by the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. What's the one trying to think of? Who didn't tie his shoes? Uh, played in Michigan. Tried to buy the skins. And last play for the Detroit Lions? Correct. It's not him. It's not who you're thinking about. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of, of players that came out of Michigan. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Desmond the Magic Man Howard. Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard, okay. I was yeah, thinking yeah. Of, of of the boy, the quarterback. Who yeah, shoes the quarterback. Um, yeah, I forget it. His, his name started with a D as well, I think. I forget his name. But, yeah, yeah and that's why I said no. That's, Desmond that's Howard, not, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, it yeah, makes sense. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you don't get this one, bro, you get your car revoked. All right. Uh, played at uh, Purdue. Drafted by the San Diego Chargers. Last play for the New Orleans Saints. There will be one Mr. Drew Brees. All right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, uh, next we're here. We uh, played at the University of Miami, drafted by the Chicago Bears. I last played for the Seattle Seahawks. Who am I? Uh, what's your war's name? I'm thinking of. Um, punt returner, kickoff returner extraordinaire. You got uh, him. You got it. You're on the right track. You're on the right uh, track. Uh, what's his name? Um, I see him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhymes with my first name. Devin Hester. There you go. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right. This one, I want to see if you're going to get this one. Man. Um, played at Florida State University. I was drafted by the New York Knicks. And I last played for the Houston Rockets. Who am I? Charlie Ward. There you go. That was easy. I knew that was good. I knew you were going to get that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one is I uh, played at the University of Texas. I got a lot of Texas when I just realized that. Played at the University of Texas. I was drafted by the New Orleans Saints. Ricky and I Williams. last played for – There you go. Had his whole <laughs> name on the back of the jersey. Ricky Williams. About 15 letters. That's how I that word. <laughs> He didn't even let me finish who he last played for. Good stuff there. All right, last one here. Last one. All right. Uh, I played at the University of North Carolina. I was drafted by the Boston Celtics. And I last played for the Los Angeles Lakers. Who am I? Played at USC. Drafted by the Celtics. Uh... Eric Wandross. No, and it's actually Rick Fox. Ah, I know what he got old Foxy. Rick uh, Fox, yes. All right. All right. Good stuff there. Good stuff. All right. That was the last one there, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to move on to. Oh, man. I, I didn't even mark them down. You know what? I can tell you. I can, oh, tell, okay. you. I can tell you. I can tell you. All right. Let me see here. You see, God. Didn't get that one. Let's see, you got that one. Uh, got that one. Let's see what you got. Didn't get that one. Uh, you didn't get that one. Definitely got that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> uh, did you get? Did you get C Ward? Charlie Ward? You got Charlie, Charlie Ward. Ward. Yeah, I got Charlie Ward. Yeah. Okay, you got Charlie Ward. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You definitely got that one. All right. So you went, let me see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, 50%. You're right. 50%. Okay. Not right. bad. So not we playing, bad. You're playing baseball. You, 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 you'd be a Hall of Famer, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. All right, here we go. Ladies, this is what I was really interested in, and, and I, I wanted to do more, but um, 
I did 16. This is the, the bracket. It was 16. These are the, the best ones that I could come up with. There were some new ones. And I know some of our younger listeners were like, you know, what about, you know, Kendrick Lamar? What about, you know, I don't even know some of these young these young rappers nowadays. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is our, our, uh, our GOAT rap artist. This is our, our bracket here. And I want to give it to you. I want E. I want to hear E's. I got mine. But I want to uh, ease, uh, to, uh, ease uh, thoughts and opinions on his. So let's start with the uh, uh, let's start with the top left up here, E. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's Jay Z versus Andre Three Thousand. Uh, who did you go with, uh, E? Now I, I have a qualifying question: Am okay. I going who's commercially better, or who Oof. I like better, who I would rather listen to? Because sometimes well, they're not how, always the same okay. because to me, rap is right. regional. Depending on what you like, for example, I can, I'll just give you an example. I can recognize mm-hmm. Biggie is a better rapper, but if you gave me okay. Biggie and Lil Wayne, I'm going to pick Wayne because of where I'm from. Now, I think okay. Biggie, like I said, commercially he's more successful. He is a better whatever, whatever. But, my, you know, Wayne's my favorite rapper of all time. I'm going to pick mm-hmm. Wayne because that's who I like. So I, I didn't know how I was supposed to rate this exactly. I went with who I like. Is who I, I'll just tell you how I went. So all right. So then we then we'll we'll use that then. And we'll we'll go with that. We'll we'll that'll be that'll be the the uh, the criteria is who you like because it's hard. To, I guess it's hard to say who's better because a lot of people are going to argue. You know, it's subjective. So and so yeah, yeah who's so and so because. Yeah. Like the very first one you gave me, Jay Z and Three Stacks. I can recognize commercially Jay Z's probably a better rapper because he's probably sold mm-hmm. more records. But if we're gonna go my favorite out of these two, I'm gonna listen to. I'm gonna go Three Stacks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do this, E. All right. Lyrically. Lyrically. Not commercial. Lyrically, I'm still. Not who you like. Okay. Lyrically, okay. I'm still gonna go Three Stacks. Okay. All right. Say, say no more. So let's do. Let's go. Let's go lyric for lyric here. E. What they okay. what they did from from a lyrical standpoint. I think that's what a lot okay. of people base. You know who the best is. So let's go with the lyrical standpoint. So you took you took uh, uh, what you call him Andre three thousand. Okay. Three set. All right. Andre three thousand. Okay. Three. Okay. Got you. All right, so maybe just mark yours down here because I had I had I went with Jay there, ladies and gentlemen. So E went with J three thousand. All right, so Q tip. I was going to go right down on the on the left side. You got Q tip and, uh, and and Snoop Dogg. Bow wow wow, you be yo you be yay, doggy dogs in the house. I'm gonna go Snoop. Okay. Staying on the same side, it's, we got Biggie versus Yay, Kanye, whatever you want to call him. Who you got there? I'm not. A, I'm not only a client. I'm the player president. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Now going down, Nas and Drake. Started from the bottom. Now we here, Drake. Oh wow. Okay. All right. A lot of old school dudes right now, probably, or and females, not just probably not not liking you right now. All right, let's move over to the right <laughs> side of the bracket. We got LL Cool J matched up with the recently inclined, recently inducted uh, Buster Rhymes. Who do you have here? 
when I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall. In the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. LL, ladies love Cool James. All right. Appreciate you, brother, for not outing him in the first round. I don't know if he's going <laughs> to last the whole, but at least he ain't going in the first round. All right. Next one we got, uh, uh, I think I know the answer. I think you kind of answered this one, but Lil oh, Wayne, yeah, Wayne uh, versus Elmer. 50 Cent. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne and Nip forever. <laughs> I think we might know our winner is, ladies and gentlemen, but let's just go through formalities nonetheless. All right, we got, um, uh, you know, if you're if you're that type of person, that, that one person, that one group, you got Tupac versus Rakim, but no, it's Tupac let's, versus Rakim. <laughs> let's see, this was a tough one because popularity, mm-hmm. Pac is probably better, but lyrically, uh-huh. Rakim, one yeah. of the best to ever do it, so I'm going to go Agreed. with Eric B now. Rock out. Ooh, ooh. We got a we got a good buddy, Mr. Special K. I'm gonna bring you in in a second, brother. Um next one we got going down the list. Uh we got Eminem versus DMX. Give a dog a bone. DMX. Oh, okay. All right. So now we got uh we got um Andre three stacks as you call him. Uh, versus Snoop, who you going with? Three sacks. All right. All right. We got Biggie versus uh, we got Biggie versus Drake. Who you going with? I'm gonna go Biggie. Biggie. All right. Yeah, Jane. We got Wayne uh, going over to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne. You know what? I ain't even mad at you, brother. I'm not even mad at you. <laughs> I ain't even mad. I should have put weight on the other. I should have put weight on the other uh, on the other side of the bracket to see if my ever man LL would have got a chance. But uh, then we got uh, we got Rockham versus DMX. Who you got there? I'm gonna go Rockham over DMX. I'm gonna Rockham over X. Right. All right, Rockham over X. All right. So our final four, we got Andre Stacks versus Big. Got Wayne three versus sacks. Rakim. So three, three sacks. Yeah, I'm sorry if I didn't say that. All yeah, right. three, three sacks uh, that were big. Oh, okay. And then on, and then on the okay. side, who I got? I got Wayne and Rakim. And Rakim, you do. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wayne. Wayne, yeah, we kind of knew that. All right, so your champion is Wayne. All right, that's what I yeah. went with, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. So I'm just saying, I'm just, this is what I went with. Um, I went, you know, with Jay and uh, and and Andre three thousand. I went with Jay Z. I went with Snoop over Q Tip. I went with Big over Kanye. I went with Drake over Nas. That was a hard one for me, ladies and gentlemen. But Drake Drake dropped some uh, he he dropped some some crazy lines, man. On the other side, I went with uh, LL over Buster. I went um. I went 50 over Wayne. Uh, e, I'm sorry, brother, but I did because because it's kind of like what you mentioned earlier. It's kind of it's you know, regional. I mean, it's, it's, it's regional. Yeah, yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, so I went with uh, two. Uh, it was hard for me too because Rakim was my man, but I went with Tupac over Rakim. I went with DM, I actually went with DMX over uh, Eminem as well. Staying with there, I went with Tupac over DMX. I want LL over 50, surprising, if you don't already know, ladies and gentlemen. I want Jay over Snoop. I want Big over Drake. And then my uh, my last, I went, uh, I went Big over Jay-Z, and I want LL over Tupac. 
So my final, my national championship is Big versus LL. If you, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't already know, LL is my favorite of all time, my goat of all time. <laughs> so with that being said, he, I'm scared to open up his brother's bike, but I'm going to open up his well, bike to see what no, he has. I, I, can, I can already tell you, because I've known Spencer, Spencer K probably close to six, seven years now, and I know the brother uh-huh. well. Three sacks three uh, is going to be his winner. It don't matter about these other dudes. He might give you some commentary right. on them and tell you this, this, and that. <laughs> Ultimately, three sacks is going to be who he chooses at the end. Now, let's bring him in and see how how well do I know him. All right. Let's just bring him in. Especially Kelly, your mic is open, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you as always. Uh, how you doing this evening? I'm good, man. I'm good. How's everybody? Hey, what up, <laughs> we good. We good. We good. You've been holding, so you you heard the uh, you heard the bracket. Um, if you need me to, to to break it down again, but um, I don't know if you want to go through the bracket again and just autom- or just automatically according to E declare Andre three thousand the the winner. But what say you about this uh, about the list, if you will? I don't even remember how the brackets went, but just, just for just for kicks and giggles. I'm gonna just jump right into my final four. <laughs> okay. Okay. Three That's sacks, a good one. That's Tupac, Nas, and, and, and Rakim. You know, I don't even remember how the brackets went, but I'm gonna just throw that final four out there. You know, and right. uh, the winner right. will be three stacks. <laughs> you know, over the moon. You know, you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> Yeah, hey, well, Mr. Benjamin is my guy. Okay, well, he feels about three checks like I feel about Wayne. I knew when okay. when when you told me he was on the line. Ah, it didn't matter who else you put down here. I knew three checks was gonna be the winner here. Now, the only way you probably could have got him if you just do some Florida rappers in there, like some Loop, some um, um oh okay, um, Trick Daddy. Uh, some of these other no. um, uh, booty no. people he listened to. No. But I knew three seconds no. going to be his winner. <laughs> no. They, hey, listen. I'm a Florida Great boy, day. born, bred, and, and I'm a die Florida boy. However, lyrically, man, hey, listen. Now, hey, Park is a close second. But lyrically, can't nobody touch stacks, man. Hey, right, you talk listen. numbers. You can talk all that other I stuff. Agree. Lyrically, can't nobody touch Stacks, man. Straight up. I and he's going to show everybody the end of this year. Fourth quarter, Stacks album that, drop. That was in my top two. It came down to him and Wayne. But you you know me as well as I know you. You knew I was going Wayne. Yeah, yeah you know. And rightfully so. But three Stacks, man, listen. Let me, give you, let me give you some quick math, right? Jay-Z been in the game how many years? 30, right? Least, yes, sir. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna give fifty over three stacks, right? I'm not over three stacks, but over Jay Z. What Jay Z did in fifteen years, fifty did in four. Nobody talks about that. Yeah. And I'm not a fifty fan at all. Okay. You know, but some people got Jay Z as the GOAT. How? <laughs> you know? How? I mean, he's the GOAT with making the money, but lyrically Jay Z ain't no GOAT. Okay, it's like we've talked about many times before. A lot of this is regional. It, it's like where you're from because, like, growing up, 
like when I was in college, late college, early adulthood, we're still living in Louisiana, I didn't know everybody around the world wasn't jamming Wayne until I got down here and I was playing Wayne and y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, who is this? <laughs> and then, you know, he called off. I mean, because to me, what would have been tough if you would have had me pick between Juvie and Wayne? Now, then I got something mm-hmm. I really, really got to concentrate on. But, again, I didn't know. And just like, you know, dudes from New York, they're going to give you Big mm-hmm. and they're going to give you Jay because that's what they listen to. West Coast guys going to give you something different. Midwest guys going to give you something different. And that doesn't mean that these other guys aren't great. Because lyrically, like I said, Biggie might be better lyrically. But if I got a choice to listen to Wayne or Biggie, I'm going to pick Wayne six days a week and twice on Sundays just because of where I'm from and what I like. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right because I, I remember being in at Temple and I remember, you know, um my quarterback in my, my freshman my first year there, he's from Oklahoma and he introduced me. He used to play uh, Master P and No Limit all the time and I'm like, Who are these dudes? Man? What are you playing? Every time I got into his truck, I'm like, Who are these dudes? But it grew on me. It it yo, know, it grew on me, man, and I became a Master P fan. I became a Silk Shocker fan. I have I have a no limit tattoo. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. how that's how no, deep I, in the cut I am. Yeah, no, yeah. But yeah wait so a minute. to answer your question, yeah, Silk Silk the Saga was alright with me at that time. Man, cut that out, man. Hey man, I'm not I'm not saying today. <laughs> I'm saying then I was listening because yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a whole it was the whole no limit thing. I'll give you that because at some point in time Hammer was hot in these streets. It just didn't, yeah. just getting started, just didn't hold up. But when it came out, hey, hey tell me you want Jamie Hammer. Okay, yeah, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. Time, yeah. yeah. Still can't have this five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. Five yeah. minutes. <laughs> More like a minute and a half, man. Silk was terrible, bro. Even in, even in Nolan and Hayden, Silk was terrible, man. <laughs> hey, man. I'm going to go down Hey. hey. Tell me how a couple verses, Kay. He had yeah, a he did, man. He, he did, he did. <laughs> yeah, all right, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to put it up against anything, though, uh, uh, Kay, but nonetheless, no, I, mean, no. I, I liked it at the time, yeah. But, yeah, like, you know, Mr. But Cool. The, the most know, slept those on those for No Limit was Mystical, though. Mystical, yeah. Mystical, yeah, mystical was guy, yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, Mystical got some lyrics, Nancy. man. He, he's the biggest That's Mystical though. Nancy can't stay out of jail. Yeah, that, well, yeah. Yeah, that's another story. Exactly. Exactly. All right, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you called in when you did, uh, Kay, to, to chime in on that uh, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a quick pause here. Uh, when we come back, uh, when we get back, it's going to be time for um, Kay Walk and E. Scott Cares when no one else cares. Stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen, again. If you don't know, if you're a first-time listener, what we do is um, uh, we read the letter that uh, was sent in to us by a, by a listener. Uh, we, we listen to that, and we give our thoughts and opinions on, on that. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And if you want to call in and, and give your thoughts as well, hey, you feel free to do so. All right, Sports Talk with Kay Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It Still Good Sports Radio.
Hey, what up, guys? So I'm going to get right on, jump right on into it. Got a letter from a listener tonight. Uh, K. Walker and E. Scott going to try to help him because K. Walker and E. Scott care when don't nobody else care. Dear K. Walker and E. Scott, I'm writing, I'm writing today for some advice. My wife and I were college sweethearts and were recently married. The problem is our living situation. My wife's parents live about four hours from where we attended college, and my parents are about two hours away. We currently live in our college town but want to move. My parents have offered for us to move in with them to help save money. This will put my wife about six hours from her family. Her mom really wants us to get our own place closer to them, but they haven't offered any financial assistance. Not that I expect them to. I really want to take my parents, not that I expect them to, but I really want to take my parents up on their offer so we can save some money. Perhaps then we will be able to move closer to her parents. I can tell my wife really wants to stay closer to her family, even if it causes a financial strain. I really love her and want her to be happy, but I'm also practical. I'm really not sure what to do Do here. Kay Walker East Scott, please help. Sign stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now, when I first read this letter, I had more questions than I came away with answers. Like, right. does his wife get along with his family? I mean, because this is a big ask to ask your new yeah. wife to move in with your mama. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of tough. <laughs> now, her parents want them to move closer to them, but they had not offered up any money. So we are right. already in a financial bias. So it might be more practical to move in with his parents. So I, I came away with, I think in this case, do it on a trial basis. Set a deadline. Set a hard deadline. We're going to live with my parents, you know, just throwing numbers out there, six months or eight months or whatever. But no matter what mm-hmm. the situation is at that time, then we move on. But at least this gets us, you know, we don't have any kids, of what I can tell. They don't have any right. kids. They're newly married. So this will give them a chance to build up a little nest egg, and then, you know, maybe they can move somewhere in between both houses, both families, or move closer yeah. to their parents or whatever. But at this point, I don't really think they should start the marriage off in a financial strain when it can be avoided. That was just my two cents. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there, and that's the route I was going to take. I mean, if, you know, I, I know their, the, the wife's mother wants or her to move closer, want, want them to move closer, but if they're not willing to help or they can't help, whatever the situation is, they're not, they're not you know, able to help for whatever reason, then you have to take them up on, you know, you have to go with with your husband. And and, and as I grew up, my, my, my father always used to tell me, you don't follow a woman. You, know, you never follow a woman. A woman follows you. So if you feel if you feel as though, you know, living with your parents is going to, um, you know, relieve you uh, of that, you know, that financial burden and it can get you back on your feet, then by all means take that by, you know, without question. Then, as you kind of alluded to, E, is that, you know, once you get back on your feet, then you can move in the middle. You can meet in the middle because I believe you said right now it's two hours away one direction and four hours away the other direction. You know, you come back another hour. You're right in the middle of, you know, split down the middle, three hours from her parents and three hours from, you know, from your parents. Um, So I would say, you know, go out there and then, like, I don't know, again, as 
he kind of touched on as well. I don't know if you have kids or not, but I think you go the route of, you know, getting on your feet before anything else. And if, you, if your parents are willing to, to help you out in that situation, by all means, take that situation, um, you know, take that without question. Um, because once you get started, I mean, you, you're going to need help at, at, at some point. When, at, at, everyone needs help when they first get started. Take that help. And then, you know, and then meet in the middle and go back another hour or two hours, whatever it is, and meet in the middle, be three hours away from your parents, three hours away from her parents, and, uh, you know, and, and make it happy. You know, on certain holidays, y'all can split the holidays, but, and hopefully it's in that three hour, in that in that median, if you will, hopefully it's a town that you guys, you know, are comfortable with living in. But, yeah, I agree with you, E. You know, I think you you got you got to do what you know the, the financial aspect of it uh, first and foremost. You take care of that, and then everything else will take care of itself for sure. So, Shay, what 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 you about to do? I wasn't I wasn't even paying attention, man. That's my bad. <laughs> now you good? <laughs> no, the gist of it is we got a newlywed couple. The husband want to move in with his mom and them for a few months to save some money, but the wife want to move closer to her family, even if it causes financial strain. The wife tripping. <laughs> <laughs> if we ain't got it, we ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we ain't got it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, I know you want to be close to your parents, but, you know, after we save a couple of dollars here, maybe we can move closer to your parents or somewhere in between. But right now, that's going to hurt us. So why do that? You know what I mean? Or do you not care about us? You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, that's, you know that's, that's kind of what I said. I said set mm-hmm. a hard deadline, like six months, a year, whatever. But whatever it is, no matter the situation, when that time is up, the time is up. We got to do something different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. With that. She- yeah, she can't be living for – she can't be thinking about her parents. She's in a new relationship right now. She's in a new marriage. And if there aren't kids, you know, there now, there will be kids in the future. But, you know, obviously you've got to establish yourself before you can bring kids, and, and, you know, in the mix. Because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't – obviously you can't take care of your kids. Uh, so with that being said, I, I say, listen, however long it takes, six, eight, six months, eight months, a year, however long it takes to get you on your feet, um, or where you want to be, then you do that by staying with, you know, his parents, and then, again, move closer to, to her, her parents. I, I just think that's a no-brainer, in my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that's pretty much what I said. So, yeah, um, right. just stuck between the hard place. Tell your wife she got to suck it up. I know her and your, I know her and your mom don't get along. You didn't say that, but that's what I'm getting out of this. But hey, she. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to know that too. That's a great question there too. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that, that, that's the uh, that's what. what uh, K Walk and E Scott has there. So again, we care when no one else cares. So uh, to the sucking or rocking a hard place, you know, uh, go with your gut. Be the man. Uh, other relationship. Let your wife know what you what you think is best for 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 the family for sure going forward. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a quick pause here. When we come back. It's uh, E Scott's entertainment segment again, ladies and gentlemen. Sports talk with K Walk and E Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, how you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton Rouge. How you do that death? Let me hear the fake, y'all. How you do that death? Street 
Incorrect. K-Walk. 
the best a man can get. It's Gillette, final answer. <laughs> Gillette is the correct answer. Just okay. We, no, okay, well, where are you? <laughs> All right, give me, let me see where we're at. Give me number one, two, four, four, number four, sorry. Number four, number four. Taste the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Oh, that's Skittles, final answer. <laughs> that That is correct. Special K. 16. One six, one six, one six. It keeps going and going and going. Ah, energizing. Final answer. Yeah. That is correct. So, so daily, I think daily double is going to be a big factor here. So you got a tight yeah. one. Uh, tell up. All right, give me number two. <clears throat> number two. Live my. I'm sorry, I, I didn't catch that. Live my. Hold on, I keep hearing back. I keep hearing back. Right, hold on one second. Let me just mute this real quick. One more time, me. I'm sorry. Live my. I'm not understand what you're saying. Then live my. Live what? M- live L I V E. Live, and then Moss, M A S. Oh, live more. Oh, that's um uh uh what's the Spanish place? The Mexican place. Uh, Taco Bell. Final answer. That is correct. Would have also accepted okay. Taco Hell, but yes, Taco oh. Bell is the correct <laughs> answer. I was like, I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear your background noise. Go bad. All right. So it's okay. Let me get uh seventeen. Number seventeen. Like a good neighbor. Oh, State Farm, yeah. <laughs> all, all, also would have accepted Jake Nim. But, yes, yeah, State Farm oh. is the correct answer. But Jake Nim <laughs> would have also been acceptable. Uh, k All right, give me number eight. <clears throat> number eight, Daily Double. Okay, so you have five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Oh, Special K also has twenty-five. Yeah, tied. All right. What um, you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? All right. We still got a we still got a plethora out there too. Um, uh, give me. I'll do ten. Let's do ten <clears throat> for ten points. It's in the game. Uh, EA Sports, final answer. That is correct. EA Sports, it's in the game. That is the correct answer. Uh, one daily double left and a bunch of regular clues. Special K. What number that was? Uh, what number that was? That was eight. eight. That was eight. That was eight. 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 Yeah. Okay. Let me get uh, what I call last. 16, 17. 17 is going to be last. Yeah. Okay, let me get 18 then. <clears throat> Can you hear me now? Oh. Oh, Verizon, find out. That is correct. Okay, well. <laughs> All right, give me number 11. <clears throat> number 11. What can Brown do for you? UPS, final answer. That is correct. Special K. Um, what are we going to? Twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, that's taken. Twenty one's taken. Okay, I just call eighteen. Let me get nineteen. 
Okay, 19, 19, where's 19? It's the quicker picker upper. Brownie. That is correct. Okay, well. Uh, I'm nervous now, bro. <laughs> it's down to the wire. Give me number seven. <clears throat> number seven. Save money, live better. Ooh. Um. Ah, oh my gosh. It's uh, what is the uh? Ah, uh, that's the uh. Oh, it's one or two other. I don't. I never know the difference between these two. Um. Target. No, it's a target. Save money, live better. Yeah, I know. I know which one of it. My wife shops at this place all the time. Walmart. Following. Don't say it's Walmart is the Walmart is oh. the correct Ooh. answer. I almost so was okay. target, bro. <laughs> um, twenty one is gone. Let me get twenty. Twenty is gone. gone too. Let me give you what we got. We got three, five, six, nine, <clears throat> ten. 12. 12. Let me get 12. 12. Eat fresh. Oh, that's my favorite. What was the whole thing? Eat fresh. Eat fresh. Um, Eat fresh. I know that, too. Um, Ain't none of this regional, right? Nah. No, no, these everywhere. Okay. Um, eat fresh. I'm not sure about this one, man. I'm going to go Chick-fil-A. Find out. Incorrect. Hey, Wild, you can steal. Oh, some of the best bread in the business. Subway, final answer. But what oh, you yeah. 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 Uh, Kay Wild, where are you? All right, you're number three. <clears throat> number three, have it your way. Oh, BK, Bob Burger King. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to see the commercial. That, that is correct. Uh, so, okay, we got number five, number six, number nine, and number ten. One of those is a daily double. Let me get ten. You don't get me. Number ten. Good to the last drop. Mm. Folgers. Fine ass. Incorrect. What? Maxwell House, final answer. God damn. Maxwell House is Maxwell House is the correct answer. (laughs) So okay, you need this daily double. Kwell. Oh Lord. Uh, give me five. Daily double. Let's see. K Walk, I mean, Chester right. K has 10, 20, 30, 35. You got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. You got 60. All right. And, and, and K has what? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Ain't All no right. daily doubles, uh, man. I can't catch. <laughs> no, I know, man. I want to make it interesting, though, because we got, what we got left? Two left? We have two left? Yeah. This? All right. What's yeah. the difference between what I have? Is 15? What, what's the difference between us? 25. 
Maybe she's born with it. Ooh. Um. <laughs> oh. Um. That's the. Uh, that, is it not Avon? Maybelline. Final answer. Game over. No flip. Game <laughs> over. That, that is that is the correct answer. Uh, just to finish it off, Mr. K, we got six and nine. Let me get Lena Ross. It's finger licking good. Nina Ross is nine, ladies and gentlemen, for you non-domino players. <laughs> yeah, get them right. For, for you Thank shooting. you, bro. I was going to ask because I don't play dominoes. I was going to ask. Finger licking it's good. Finger licking That's from. Um, yeah. Finger licking good. You know what some of our listeners are saying, brother. That's uh, finger licking good. That's Kentucky Fried Chicken, ain't it? That is correct. Would have also existed, would have accepted Colonel Sanders' name. But yes, that is correct. Yeah. Take a fried chicken. K Walk, the last one. It gives you wings. Uh, Red Bull, final answer. That is correct. I'm not going to tally the score because it was a blowout based on that last daily double. But Special K, you did well, which I knew you would. Uh, K Walk, if you got some approved music you can play, hit it with a jingle. <laughs> Medals round my neck because I won, I won. Now my mama said because I won, I won. I am making bad to what I want. It gets up, guys. I, I knew you two guys would do well on this one. Especially uh, K, you just couldn't hear the Daily Dope. If you didn't miss that many, both of y'all, y'all were going back and forth, but you weren't yeah. hearing on the Daily Dope. <laughs> Good stuff, K. Good stuff, K. Always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure battling with you for sure, man. Looks like we got a little time left, K. Walker. We got a couple more topics you want to dive into. Yeah, man. You know, I just want to get, um, you know, uh, let me see here. What I got here, man, um, in case we went over. I didn't expect this to go. I thought we were finished on time. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to turn this over to you. I know you wanted to talk about something. Uh, you, you had hit me up earlier um, in the week, and you wanted to talk about that. You want to talk about that? We can do that, brother. You know? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so- Take it, take it away. Earlier last week, last week in the middle of the week, whatever, whatever, your boy Clarence Thomas, uh, sitting Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, voted to get rid of affirmative action. Now, the lawsuit that initially brought all this on, that brought the court case before the Supreme Court, was about higher education, PWI admissions, how they didn't think it was fair that they had to take a certain amount of minorities based on affirmative action. But the funny thing about this, the lawsuit didn't come from students. It came from somebody else who, I think it was Harvard, who didn't even attend Harvard, or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my point is, so they don't want us, seems like, at their schools, and by them I mean the PWIs, but they mm-hmm. will take our athletes. I mean, if you can dribble a basketball 
carry a yeah. football or weigh 300 pounds in athletics. They will take you in with no questions asked. And knowing you're not coming there for an education, knowing you come in there because college sports is a billion, ladies and gentlemen, yes, billion with a B, dollar business. Mm-hmm. So they have no problem you coming through and representing from that aspect. But academically, they're saying, oh, we you, we can't let you in just based on, you know, the color of your skin, which, I mean, I get to a certain extent. It should be based on merit. But to keep the playing field fair, to make things, you know, fair for all involved, I, I do agree there should be some diversity. I mean, here in our state, K-Walk, where me and Special K live, mm-hmm. they're trying to get rid of diversity, inclusion, and equality. I mean, they, they, they just, I mean, it, it's, it's just mind-blowing on how they will accept us for some stuff, but not for other stuff. But my overall point was, okay, so keep that same energy. If you don't want us at your schools for educational purposes, yeah. keep that same energy when it comes to athletics. Yeah, agree. I, I agree so, uh, wholeheartedly because of the fact of the matter is because even when you you talk about the you know the student athletes, um, you know if you will, you know the basketballs, the baseballs, or the footballs, or or whatever respective sport may be that generates billions, as you mentioned, e, then, you know, they still have to go to school. They still have to get an education. You know, they still have to meet certain criteria to stay eligible, you know, for, um, you know, you know, uh, you know, for their respective sports in order to participate in their respective sports. The majority of, uh, you know, of the minorities there, man, I mean, they take advantage, uh, you know, as, as did I. I took advantage of it, you know, had I would I have gone to school if it wasn't for uh, football? That's a great question. I always pose that question to myself, almost on a daily basis. And the answer is, I you know what? Yeah, I would have. I really would have. But you know, the fact of the matter is, when you get a full scholarship and you things like you tend to take things for granted. You know, I did. I, I did, and I didn't work as hard as I I should have. But nonetheless, I worked as hard as enough to get an, you know, an education, uh, you know, a degree or two, if you will. So, yeah, I understand where they're coming from, E, but you have to look at it both ways. I mean, if you, if you know, if you can't accept the ones that want to get in there to actually, you know, I can't dribble a basketball, I can't catch a football, I can't throw a baseball, I can't, you know, swing a bat or whatever, again, whatever respective sport there is, but, you know, I'm trying to get in, I, I, need, I, I want to be here because, I want an education. You know, I need an education in order for me to take care of, you know, myself to be successful in life, in order for me to, to build a family and things of that nature. So a, it's, 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 it's kind of, I get we're from both sides, but at the same time, you know, I went, again, I went to a PWI. I went to a PWI. I went to Temple University, if you don't already know that, ladies and gentlemen. And I have to tell you that uh, Temple University, even though it's considered to be a PWI, the majority of that when I went there, it was really, you know, there was a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of African Americans, a lot of minorities there. It really was. I can't tell you offhand if it was more, you know, you know, more whites than the minorities or, or vice versa. But I tell you, it, it was, it was darn near, it was darn close nonetheless, but nonetheless, it's still considered a PWI. So I'm still saying all that to say, listen, you know, the affirmative action, 
I, 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 no, no. I think it should be equal, man. I just don't think. I just think, you know, it, it, you know, a lot of people are, you know, are successful because of affirmative action. I get that. Was I um, a, a product of that? Uh, maybe, maybe not, because I was able to play football at high level. So I, I can't say for sure. But I tell you one thing, you know. Um, give us an opportunity, no matter what. I, you know, I, I, affirmative action or not, you should, you know, you shouldn't look at it. I don't think you should look at the color of people's skin. I, I hate seeing that. You know, when you ask if they're male, female, and today you have to, you know, you have to decide if you want to answer that or not. If you're black, Hispanic, non-Hispanic, Asian, whatever the case may be, I don't think personally you. You should have to go through all that and have to define yourself or, you know, um, identify yourself. I just think that, you know, if, you're, if your grades speak for them, your grades should speak for yourself and the work that you did in, in, in high school and, and things of that nature should have to speak for itself. Uh, but that's that's me saying that. Uh, so, Shkay, um I know you recently had a senior that's preparing for college, and, and, and I don't uh, I know we've talked before, but I don't think he's going on any sort of athletic scholarship or anything. How do you feel about right. diversity, inclusion, and, and whatnot? Um, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate, right? Because mm-hmm. without diversity and inclusion, we don't get into some of these schools. However, um, sometimes – with diversity and inclusion, you, 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 you're including people or you're forced to include people that may not be on the level. You know what I mean? Um, so that's my only knock on that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you, you're adding people just to make your numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not that they necessarily yeah. qualify. So, you know, that's my only knock to it. Um, the flip side, I should say, a devil's advocate. Um, I I get that, but they don't take that into consideration with our athletes, okay? I mean, I saw schools do like, you know, Notre Dame had a controversy a few years ago when they asked my man, how can Notre Dame win? And he said, we need to get the black athlete. I mean, he played it simple. And, you know, that caused an uproar around the country. I wasn't mad at him because what he said wasn't racist in my opinion. They asked him a direct question. How can Notre Dame be more competitive? His answer, we need to get the black athlete. That is not racist. You asked him a question, he answered it. Now, would that fly in today's society? Probably not, because it didn't fly then. But my, right. my overall point is, when when they looking at our athletes, okay, they, I mean, because you know some of these dudes are bad element. I mean, let's, let's just call a spade a spade. You know they're going to be knuckleheads, tremendous athletes. They can help you win. Mm-hmm. They can help your program get better. Because even some of them come in and coaches be like, yeah, I don't care how good he is. He got to go. That's what you hear terms like. So-and-so has been dismissed from the team indefinitely. Conduct detrimental to the team. I mean, it it happens, but they will let them in just based on the strength of their athleticism. But if you don't want us in one aspect, I don't think you should want us in any. Go ahead. I kind of differ from that, though, because on the surface, surface we see, oh, this, this recruit got into this school or this recruit got into that school. What they don't talk about is a year later when so-and-so done been kicked out of school. You know what I'm saying? That happens all the time, E. All the time yeah, where they go that. from where they was they was recruited at the D1, but they couldn't make the grade. 
you know, or they're getting in trouble, whatever yeah. the case may be, and they got shit that all I'm food, a product of that. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. you know, um, so it does happen, e, Um, It's just not as talked about. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, and I'm a product of that, and I'm and I'm not ashamed to say that is that you know you know I wanted, when I coming out of high school, I you know was accepted and and, and uh, you know as far as offered a scholarship to various Division One schools, but you know my grade I didn't make the grade if you will, not, you know in, in, uh, if if you will, so I had to go Proposition to Proposition Forty Eight. You know, Back then, we yeah, had Prop 48. Yeah, yeah. Prop, Prop, yeah, Prop 48. And Prop 48 was if you didn't make the grade. I, 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 that was an option. And that was an option for me, e, but I wanted to play immediately. Prop 48, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what that is, to sum it up real quick, is that, you know, if you had to, if, um, if you didn't make the grade, if you will, you could have still attended that university, but you had to sit out that first year and you had to make your grades. You had to make your grades, make sure you're eligible, do all that, that good stuff. If you did everything, you were eligible the next season, and if you continue to do that, you got that fifth year, if you were that fourth year, if you will. But Prop 48, if you didn't live up to that, you lost a year of, of eligibility. So um, I opted not to do that. Why? Because I just wanted to get to the NFL. I thought I was going to be an NFL football player. And that, but that's, that's why I get both sides of the, the, the argument, because I ask myself, you know, time and time again, if it wasn't for football, would I have gotten, would I have gotten an education? And I, I think to myself, yeah, I have to, because knowing that what I had to go through, um, I would have done it because I, I didn't want to let my family down. But, yeah, I get in, in regards – I get both sides. I really do. But, you know, that, that like like um, Kay just mentioned, you know, sometimes you wonder, you know, even if it is um, I have to meet that quota, I have to meet that number, regardless of how you get in there, you got to take advantage of it, full, full advantage of it, and, you know, regardless of, of the fact, you know, ladies and gentlemen. My son right now is going to college – he doesn't play a lick of sports. I mean, he plays sports, but he's 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 not going. He's not going on a, an academic scholarship. I mean, um, an athletic scholarship. You know, he's going in basically because he was accepted from an academic standpoint. So I I get it from both sides, to be honest with you. So um, I, I can't argue with you know if you come with me with one argument or the other, I can I can understand it, it, it for sure. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I, no, I won't say anything. Yeah, I just, I just think it, it's sad. What we don't really talk about is, I mean, we talk about either being for affirmative action or against affirmative action. But the bigger picture on the macro is why do we still live in a society where we need affirmative action? And and that's yeah, what saddens me the yeah. most. I mean, because yeah. they want to say um, all men were created equal, this, 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 and this. But that sounds good. That wins you a press conference. But we all know, as black men in the United States of America, that that isn't true. And like Special Case said earlier, sometimes without affirmative action, people will miss opportunities that they wouldn't yeah. be afforded simply because it just wouldn't be something that they could get. But the bigger picture, like I said on the macro, is that we still, in 2023, that we live in a society where affirmative action is needed. Sad but true. Sad but true. And I, I don't understand why why it's still there. E. It, it, it's really it's really it's hard to say, you know, but I, I, just, yeah, I, I can't answer it for you. And I don't know why, and I don't know how we can change that. If it hasn't been changed in 2023, e, I don't know if it's ever going to be changed, to be honest with you, bro. 
No, I feel you. Yeah, that, that's yeah. pretty much all I had on that. And Clarence Thomas, oh, so and so. <laughs> All right, good stuff there, E man. A- excellent topic there for sure, especially to end, to, to end our show. Um, so with that being said, man, you know uh, this is uh, you know I didn't just bring this up. I had this already planned as far as uh, my quote for the uh, the E. I always like to leave you guys with something, and um, you know, so so great segue here. I I, I would assume, um, and that's whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. All right, so with that being said, for K-Walk and, 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 uh, and for E. Scott, I am K-Walk. For K-Walk and E. Scott, Sports Talk, God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Did you Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that shit. Mm-hmm. That's that shit. Do what we gon' do it, do it just like this. You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why I need a stylist. When I shot so much, I can speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids.